your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, the ripple effects of saying yes to organ donation are not only felt by the recipient, but by their families and friends as well. And very few families know this better than uh, the Sheehy's. And joining us now is Limerick man Brian Sheehy and his uncle, Mike Sheehy, to talk about all of this uh, during Organ Donor Awareness Week. Uh, And you're both very welcome. Uh, Brian, first of all, good morning to you. How you doing? How are you getting on? So you've had, is it two kidney transplants? Yeah, I've had two kidney transplants, that's right. Right, so tell us about those. Um, so basically, I've had health problems on my life, Joe, so I kind of knew from, we'll say, 10 years of age that I'd need a kidney transplant at some stage. So I was 15 and I was the recipient of a kidney transplant from a deceased donor in September 2005. Right. And and, and how did that go and and did you get time out of that? Yeah, so it went went very well. It took very well and um, I was able to go back to, we'll say I was in secondary school in Abbey Field at the time, so we'll say my studies were affected and I was a very avid sports person at that age, like every most young fellas or whatever, but I kind of couldn't play sports. I had the energy and stuff like that. So when I got the kidney in, in September 2005, I was able to return to we'll say my studies and focus on my leave and sort. And then I was able to go back playing sports and I was able to get my life back because it was put on hold there, we'll say, for about the best part of six months anyway. And Brian, did you have experience of dialysis? I yeah, I, I was only on dialysis for two weeks, which is um, considered a very short period of time for someone on dialysis. I was very lucky that time, yeah. Right, uh, and I presume it's not a pleasant experience. No, no, it's not something you'd be kind of signing your, your your name to, whatever. Hmm. But but like in that kind of situation, you don't really get a choice. Like, it is like you know. Either if you don't go on it, we won't talk about what happens if you don't go on it. So, like, yeah, but yeah. like it, it's an alternative; it's another treatment to kidney disease. But, but it, it, yeah, it's not a, it's not a pleasant experience, no. And alongside your health challenges, there was tragedy within the family, wasn't there? In and around the time of your first kidney transplant. Yeah, there was. Yeah, tragedy struck our family in two thousand and five. I had uh, an older brother, Patrick. Well, poor old Padden was killed in a car accident in um, resulting in County Kerry in August of uh, 2005. So, yeah. And, and, then and with, what age was he? He was 18 at the oh, time. Right. Yeah, yeah. His whole life ahead of him, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and uh, what had happened to you informed the decision that was made uh, about Patrick's organs? Yeah, well, yeah. Mom and Dad had ex- had kind of experience or they they understood like what organ donation was because they had um we say they had um, me we said another son waiting for a kidney transplant and the renal coordinators will say in the hospital literally that time they approached mom and dad and asked would they be would they be not so much interested but would they be willing be better way to describe it would they be willing to donate patrick's organ so no no easy decision or whatever but um yeah, should, should they kind of knew what it involved, and and um, they wanted to help others in a in a kind of dark time that we were all going through. So thank God they were able to help six other people. They 
they donated his his two kidneys, his liver, his lungs, and his heart. So right, really, yeah, yeah, amazing, life saving for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. No, all this kind of it is done on an anonymous basis. So we'll say like that. We'd like to think as a family, all these organs are still are still doing very well today. And sometimes they go to, we'll say they could go to older people or younger people or whatever. So like, if you can give, if you can give anyone their life back, why not? Wouldn't you, of course, do it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then from your perspective, uh, you mentioned a second transplant. Uh, how did that come about, and when? Yeah, so um, we'll say the first kidney transplant lasted me up until late 2011. And then unfortunately, the transplant developed a kind of this disease called glomular nephritis. So what that is, is an inflammation of the filters within the kidney. We'll say you'd only see them under a microscope, but the mini filters, we'll call them, they became inflamed. So they're not able to filter the urine as well as they should be or as well as it used to be. So then there was... um, there was a long journey then, and um, there, there's an excellent team there in the University Hospital Limerick, Dr. Liam Cassidy and his team. So um, Dr. Cassidy, like, he, he tried, well, everyone tries their best or whatever, but it, it kind of came to a decision where, look, I would, like I was on a strong dose of immunosuppression tablets and sometimes the side effects of them are not very nice. So he kind of made the decision, look, you know, we, we kind of think we've, we've, gotten enough or so much out the kidney that there wouldn't really a whole pie lift to get out of it. So, yeah, I was put back on dialysis then, we'll say, late late 2011, kind of December 2011, so kind of going into Christmas. It wasn't a very nice Christmas that year, no. No, I can absolutely imagine that because yeah. obviously having gone through the, the first challenge and got past that, the idea of your health deteriorating again must have been really difficult for you. Yeah, it is. Look, it's a dark time, but look, Sometimes you can't dwell on all the, the negativity and you have to take the positives out. Look, I got six years out of the first kidney transplant and in them six years, I was able to go to college and I met Sarah, we'll say myself and Sarah, and we were getting married in June and then we had our daughter Kayla. So like, I'm always thankful to the deceased owner for giving me that chance or whatever. So like, no, don't get me wrong. Like, it's all a dark time, but I, I prefer yeah. to focus, focus on the positives and look, I would have liked to got as long as a bit more out of it or whatever, but sure it wasn't to be. Right. And sure, look, I'm grateful for the six years I got. Okay, well, congratulations on all of that. Uh, and speaking of positivity, uh, it was your uncle Mike, I think, who came to the rescue. Yeah, yeah, superhero Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us the circumstances. Um, basically, yeah, my doctor was telling me, see, when you had one, tra- when, you, when you're going for a second kidney transplant, it, it's that bit more difficult because you develop a high level of antibodies, so you wouldn't be matched to the general population. It's, it's just a lot harder to find a match, so at the time, my, my dad and my older brother Michael got matched because my mom and my sister, we were different blood types, but um, my dad and my brother Michael got got matched above and below. Now, they were close, but not not close enough and then the kind of word kind of got about between my mom's family and my dad's family and thank god then mike approached dad and he said look it's something he'd want to look into sure mike will give you the shirt off his back everyone knows him knows that like so he just kind of approached dad and said look leave it with me i want to go in and see if i'm a match first of all as in blood type and after that, then kind of the rest is history. He'll explain right. a bit better than I will. Well, well um, uh, Brian Shee is chatting to us there, and uh, he mentions his uncle Mike, who's on the line as well. Hi, Mike. Hi, yeah, thanks. Well, fair play to you for a start. And um, tell us about your thought process and then uh, making it a reality. 
So look, like you said, like Brian explained there, he was he was on the waiting list there and um none of his, his mom and his dad and his immediate family, his own siblings they weren't matching, so I kinda of said, Look, I'd put we'll go in, we could do the tests and we'll see how it matches up and <clears throat> seemingly it has to be a fairly high percentage matched before they'll do the the transplant. So seeing we were up in 97 or 8%, we were very high in the thing. So say so we look, with I go for it. I'd felt it look, looking at a, a lad there, his whole life ahead of him, and he, he, he's in, on, in and out of Limerick Hospital there three days a week, and dialysis is not a nice thing to be seeing or hearing about. So I said, look, I, I've pretty healthy guy at all. And I said, I'd put my name forward and... Thank God things matched mm. up and the operation um, would have well, well, that's it. So uh, tell me about uh, the taking of the kidney from you, obviously, which is the, the first part of it. Well, um, I had to go, first of all, I had to go to Dublin, do all these tests and over a few months period and that. And when it matched up then, <clears throat> they just, as long as they said, you'll be fit and healthy and they do all the screening and everything and that's so, all. And they... I, they just went up and we matched up and we went up to Dublin one morning, one evening and the following morning we were both and I was the operator and they took out my kidney first and transferred it across like and so mm-hmm. uh, yeah. what, they, what they say I think your kidney that they leave inside will actually grow develop another up to a third more so to, to compensate and all that and so seemingly at that time right. so, so you, you haven't had any negative after effects no, none whatsoever, none whatsoever, no. That's great. I uh, like, well, enjoy myself and do my sports and do everything and super. everything's so all fine. Brilliant. Uh, and and then obviously from your point of view, Brian, um, here comes the kidney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were very lucky, myself and Sarah, above in um, Beaumont that time. So Mike, Mike was wheeled down to theatre, I will say. I don't remember the specific time, but I think it was maybe two or three hours. And then I was wheeled down after it and... Sure, it's pure emotional and all that. And uh, I came up then, and it's. I, I, can it, I just ask? Did you come across each other, or, or anything like that, or were you taken entirely separately, and yourself and uh, and Mike? Right. Sorry, Jock. Did you come across each other at all in that process, yourself and, and Mike? No, I, I I do think all right. The theatre rooms might have been side by side. Right. Doctor Doctor yeah. David Hickey done my surgery. Yeah, but on the way back up, then we say when the operations were complete or whatever we were kind of wheeled in to see each other but we were all hooked up to tubes and monitors and stuff and it wouldn't really be in the form for having a good chit chat but um so was no, it sort of a kind of how's it going sort of thing for both of you kind of a, a thumbs up from both of us oh, yeah. brilliant brilliant yeah fantastic and and since the operation for you brian yeah onwards and upwards so i got that in 2014 and um after six months i was kind of ready for road and I was mad for action so they were like just take it easy now for six months and um, so I took it I was resting and relaxing if you want to say for six months and I got uh, I was able to return to full time work um, we'll say from early 2015 so and thank God there's been no hiccups or anything that the bloods are fine and everything so I was like I said I went back to full time work and uh, myself and my partner Sarah have, we started saving for a house, so like we were very lucky there in 2000, and I think it, late 2018, we put down a, a deposit on our house, so we have a house, and then we kind of took a break, and now we're getting married um, in the next four or five weeks, June bank holiday, so we'll be tying the knot on the, <laughs> the June bank holiday. Great, and wh- where's all that happening? 
so the church will be in Arda, because Sarah's from Arda in County Limerick. It's a small village there in County Limerick. And then the reception is on in the Devon Inn Hotel there in Timbuklanton. Fantastic. Brilliant. Keeping a good and local. Yeah. Um, and I suppose, well, look, we know, obviously, Brian, how much of an advocate you are as a recipient twice um, yeah. of, of an organ. But I suppose, Mike, uh, for someone who has given, what would you say to people out there uh, about considering organ donation? Um, I would encourage it highly because I see Brian and other people and all that. And I would really encourage people to carry a donor card or on the digital card on their phone. But I think as well, most important, just if they have a chat with their family and close friends and family at home. And if in, in the unforeseen event, if something does happen, at least it will make the decision when the, if they are in, in approached, the families are approached by the renal coordinators. It could maybe strike a card that, oh, yes, they, they, we spoke about this and it would be, make their decision easier and they will get some consolation out of it in their times of grief and all that so I would just encourage people to have a chat with their own families and that big time that's my main objective of hope okay. for people Very good, well people can go to the Irish Kidney Association website of course to find out more about all of this including organ donation and it's not just kidneys, uh, clearly this is uh, Organ Donation Awareness Week Well listen we wish you both well uh, thank you very much uh, to you uh, Mike Sheehy uh, for talking to us about all of that and uh, also especially to Brian, uh, your nephew and Brian uh, we wish you well, it sounds like you have a very exciting period ahead not to mention everything you've been through so hope all goes well on that front too Thanks very much, Joe. Thank Thanks for having us on this morning. Great. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, that is uh, Brian Sheehy and his uncle, Mike. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.